What's going on, Internet? The Black Okage here, a.k.a. TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Gaming Illuminati podcast. We are the Enlightened Gamers, and we're about to take a dive into episode 125. If you're watching the video version of the show at youtube.com slash GI Updates, know this show is available on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon, and all other major podcast platforms. Also, be sure to rate the show five stars on, on Apple and Spotify. We need your five-star rating for, on Apple and Spotify to help us push us in the algorithm to bring in new potential listeners and help the platform grow because uh, we got sponsors like today's sponsor zabi now allow me to introduce you to my co-host the first of which broke the carton of rule that black men don't cheat when he fake beat elden rings millennia by sliding magic crack rocks in mimics but we'll let it slide because he's also 21 percent european so we should have known he was a cheater utx jj the dom say up to the people Oh, so we are calling using what's in the game and cheating now. Uh, it sounds like a hater who hasn't beat Millennia yet. You go ahead and use your pride and you go ahead and beat her. Uh, why don't you get naked as well and be like, uh, and be like the, the one that did it? Yeah, just, just use, yeah just, just use your Wolverine claws so you can beat Millennia so you can prove something to everybody. Maybe I will. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. It's some stuff too while you're at it. Oh I know, right? Yeah, well, good. But uh shout out to uh to everybody you know watching shout out to zavi our sponsor and uh let's have another good episode shall we hey my second co-host better put his thinking cap on because there's a lot of game to dev talk in this show so we're gonna need your expertise on game development mr ethos say what up to the people yo what up everybody yes sir yes sir um and before we get into the show, uh, the only release date, there's no delays, but the only release date that we recently had is Splatoon 3. Got a release date of September 9th on the Nintendo Switch. Does anybody care about Splatoon? No? Okay. Yeah, neither do I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Splatoon fans that are listening to phone. Yo, I want to be a squid kid! It's just, I don't think it's a bad, I think it's a good game. I'm, I'm just not interested man. in it. I wouldn't even go as that far. I'm just not interested. I've never been interested in being a squid kid. Maybe Ace will, maybe that's his thing. Um. So, opening conversation for this show. I wanted it to be us having a Sonic 2 review because this is a gaming show. So, I thought, you know, these two African Americans would go out and support the culture. But it turns out, while I was making the notes, that they didn't see the Sonic movie, so we can't really go in the depth having a conversation about that. I'll just say I like it. Uh, maybe we'll do one on the GI channel, uh, like a separate video or something like that. So I'll just go as far as to say I like it, and video game movies are getting better. And this is coming from somebody that is not a Sonic fan. I think he's a fucking loser. Uh, anyways, uh, other news. Sonic's director said that he wants to create a Super Smash Bros. movie. Uh, would you guys want to see a Smash Bros. movie? But that work. This is what I'm trying to figure out. How would it offended. work? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. No, I, I didn't. Would that work? <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. I'm struggling to try to figure out how that's going to work. Right? Like because Smash Brothers is literally just a collection of. A, a whole bunch of nintendo characters and now they're adding characters from other franchises so i mean but i know that there is a quote-unquote story to smash brothers uh i don't think anybody cares what it actually is so are they going to center around whatever that story is like i i just have a lot of questions as to why you want to do a smash brothers movie and how would it work how would that integrate but uh i'm not going to say that i just don't want to see it at all i would just be interested to see what they would do with it 
Well, I, I think it could work for, in a sense of drawing all the characters together because, I mean, Nintendo owns the majority of the roster that's on Smash Bros. And then on top of that, I mean, we've already kind of seen examples where, like, didn't Wreck-It Ralph have, like, a bunch of video game references and characters in it? Um, yeah, Wreck-It Ralph was amazing, though. I love I love this. So it's like it's more so of just trying to wrap their brain around how do they how does what's the correlation between all the characters like? And it could be like some multi-dimensional multi multiverse of madness type shit. Uh, I don't know. That starts off with like Mario, and then he finds out there's an Earth One Two, where in Earth Two Link is the hero or some shit like. They could find some way to, if they really wanted to. It's just a, it's a matter. Of, I'm trying to wrap my head around. Is there de- a demand for a Smash Bros. movie? I don't know about that. What do you think, Ethos? Uh, yeah, sure. I, I, um, I, uh, hmm. Who would be the I villain to? I don't feel like a big ass glove would work in a movie. Master Hand, of course. Yeah, I was about to say Master Hand, yeah. That Master, was- Hand. Master Okay, Master Hand would only work as a villain is if they made him like hilarious. Like did you didn't you see the uh the anime movie they did for the ultimate, right? Like where Kirby basically is the MC and he saves everybody? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, it it was the video. Oh, like remember, the beginning, yeah, yeah the beginning remember it, it wipes yeah. out all the characters and turns like the evil versions of them. Oh, yeah, 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 wipes yeah, out all of them, and there's yeah. like Kirby is like canonically the most powerful one because he's the only one that escapes it. Um, yeah, I, like I think uh, if you did it and you had Kirby being the main character, I think it could be cool. Considering the Sonic movie is pretty good, uh, you know, the first one. How would you know? You didn't see. I thought the first one was good. Mm. Y'all really I should. Mean, y'all should. Y'all really should see the second one. I, I I would, but I'm not risking COVID for it. But I I will see the second one. The ending. The ending was. Cool. The yeah. ending was very pleasing. I think it's gonna cause some problems, and I hope they don't make more than three. Uh, mm. uh, I don't want to say too much without like giving right, it away. Okay. I just think there'll be a scaling issue. If that makes sense. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So they, they power scaled a little crazy. High. Yeah. 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 So I feel like I, I hope they don't go scaled. past. It. <laughs> I, I hope they don't I, go yeah, past. I saw I saw a little bit of a spoiler online a little bit because people on Twitter can't you know chill. So I kind of think I know what he's referencing. So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So like I hope they don't milk it. Just make it a trilogy or whatever. But it is a good movie. Um, yeah. Yo, speaking of Kirby, did y'all did y'all uh, play the new Kirby that came out, The Forgotten Land? No, my Switch died, and I don't know how. This my switch is actually probably weird. because i didn't play it at all i don't so yeah, i gotta yeah. figure out what's going I just don't on understand. so i can't play anything i don't understand how we can sit here and ask our listeners to rate the show five stars and we got two frauds on the show y'all don't watch no <laughs> gaming movies y'all don't <laughs> play no games right. you guys are fucking Elden frauds bro right? <laughs> you can just talk about <laughs> games <laughs> hold on no, look, look, look. Yo, hold on we can't let this fight jg just beat Elden Ring. okay there's people who still not beat he's a cheater it doesn't count he's a hater by any means necessary. That's and then when you do is. play games, you cheat, bro. You a you a hater, bro. Oh, y'all should be y'all should be ashamed of yourselves, bro. I mean the DLC I'm making a game. Judging. I don't have time. Oh, oh, my I don't have goodness. time. I just don't have time, unfortunately. Yeah, okay, I need I need all our listeners to rate the show five stars so we can inspire these two to play some games. <laughs> this is the problem. Benji's got a kid and he got stuck on the Elden Ring. I'm making a game, and the only thing I got obsessed by playing this past two weeks has been Gundam. And you've just been G4 and all over things, so you have to touch multiple different things. So it's just a mix up of us playing different things and enjoying different things right now. I think that's just all it is. I've only played you a little bit. Beat those. Hold on, you, you see the narrative going on right now? I think coming yeah. from the person who yeah, didn't want to play games. Yeah. He tried playing games. He uninstalled them. Now he yes. has a freaking job in G4 where he has to play games. And now he thinks he's better than us. To be fair, to be fair, I uninstall games that I don't like. There hasn't been a game that's inspired that's me to true. uninstall you in a while. Doom. You said what? You uninstalled Doom. No, no, I didn't. I beat it. What are you talking about? But you uninstalled it. 
Yeah, but it was an honorable uninstall, though. <laughs> I beat it. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this guy. No, no, I beat no, it. No, he did. I, I give that one. Yeah, he he <laughs> Don't try to play me. <laughs> yeah, there hasn't, there hasn't been a generally like really bad game that like pissed me off to the point where I wanted to uninstall it, to be fair. That's why there hasn't really been any. In, in a while, it's coming. It's coming though. Yeah, uh, Halo. Nah, Halo's not in, like bad enough to where like it just lacks content. But it wasn't like it didn't piss me no, off. No, I'm saying like is it still on your hard drive? Oops, I accidentally. Uh, no, I actually uninstalled it the other day. All right, so, yeah, so you did uninstall. <laughs> I, well, I didn't do it on stream. You know, listen, the uninstall is a spectacle. Okay, it wasn't a spectacle. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of like eh, you know. It's content. Uh, I did. I, I only played a little bit of Kirby. It's all right. I mean, it's more Kirby platforming. Super easy. Uh, it's it actually good. actually I was gonna say um. If you want to get your daughter into gaming, if you're trying, Jay, that would actually be a good game. It's it's ridiculously easy. Uh, it's 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 a good right. starter game for kids, basically. But it's high. Oh uh, no no no! First, she's got to learn how to play Apex. That's the first game she's got. Uh, well, why is that? She's gonna be a race main. She's got yeah, a race main with a hand cannon. <laughs> I'm tired, bro. These kids are too good, man. We're gonna need, we need the next generation to step up. Oh my goodness! Not with these race mains anymore. Oh my goodness. GI next generation gonna be like Degrassi. Yeah. Next gen. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's about to get all his Dorian, Dorian. ring and he's blood gonna... and bloodborne. Yeah, you think he's gonna Dorian gonna play he's... Madden. Yeah. <laughs> I think Siggy's kid actually was like telling Siggy how to play. He was backseating Siggy, telling him how to play the game. Was, <laughs> Wait, what game way. was this? What game was this? I think he was playing Bloodborne. He was in Elder Ring or Bloodborne. He was playing it. I remember his kid was in the background and his kid was giving him advice. Like, you just got to dodge your dad. <laughs> it's not like the <laughs> chat. Don't get hit. Siggy <laughs> was getting triggered. He was just like, shut up. Imagine, <laughs> bro, get triggered by your old son. Nah, I would too if I had somebody, some little human behind me telling me don't get hit while I'm fighting Millennia. Like, no shit. Like, leave me alone, bro. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I need the, the the Twitch chat right next to me. Um, and then last piece of Sonic news is uh, Sonic Origins was recently revealed, which basically they're remastering the first three games: Sonic One, Two, and Three with Knuckles. Do we care? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I actually love this. I, I would love to go back and play these games again, but again, I'm making I don't think I beat these games as a kid. Now that I think about it, oh, for real, you beat them. I'm trying to think which ones were they sonic one two and three to, 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 to be it's fair so the only one of those three that had a story really was three with sonic and knuckles but the okay. first two was just kind of like uh, dr everybody yeah, stole the animals well, I, <laughs> I was saving like little furries in the environment yeah it wasn't really a story <laughs> I, I mean, I remember this is true this yeah, is true but I think I'm pretty sure I beat every single one. I definitely want to play it though. I, I I barely remember playing those games as a kid. I definitely had it on Sega Genesis, but I just it's been so long. I definitely want to play it again. You know, my favorite thing about the Sonic Two movie was uh was just like the environment when when I when I watched the movie. It was a lot of kids in there with their parents, and they were all just like laughing and shit. And I was like, that made me happy because I'm like, all right, like not only is this movie I'll good, smile. no, no, but it, not only is it good, but it's like it it's it's introducing a new generation to gaming that are gonna go back. They that might they might just know Sonic from the first movie. They're gonna see that second movie. And they'll be like, you know what? Oh, he has games. This is pretty cool. That's why they're probably putting this Origins out to capitalize on the hype. Um, this is pretty cool. So it's like it, it. I feel like it's gonna introduce new people to it, and I think that's the strength of the films when it becomes like a symbiotic relationship where everything feeds off of one another. So I ain't even gonna lie. That's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Just for you to say that that like they're a kid, they probably just know Sonic from the movies. Thirty years, and there were no Sonic movies. Thirty <laughs> years of history, up. man. So there's a the high oh probability God. that there are some people that only know him from the movies, bro. Freaking old, bro. I was four years old when I got my first Sega, and I got Sonic One with it. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm I turned 34 this year, so in 30 years. Think, think about oh think about God. how fast the internet moves now too. There's new there's new viral videos, clips, games, just content yeah. to consume every day. Like it's I feel like for us it was easy for us to go back and look at things that came before us because there wasn't as much content. Uh, like think about like an album, right? Like when somebody was about to put out an album, they would go on a whole press tour, Bravo, 106 in Park, MTV TRL. Yeah. yeah, like you see them on there. Yeah. Like they do all this stuff, and it would just be like a couple prominent albums. Like every now, now music is always coming. Yeah, it's always yeah, coming I out. I don't even know. Yeah. Same thing with Steam. Like games are always coming out on Steam. Then you got your AAA games and stuff like that. It's it's completely believable that there are some people who have never played the original Sonic games, and they might just know them because of the movie. Yep. Think about all the kids playing Fortnite and all the characters think that like they're part of Fortnite and not part of their original series. It's, yeah, it's possible. Totally. So yeah, I think, like we've seen that as a joke, but it, yeah, uh, it, it, it's, it's definitely true I, to I, a lot of these yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. I've seen like six year olds, seven year olds who play Fortnite. So, and I've showed them stuff or they were talking about certain characters and they said, oh, yeah, he's a dude from Fortnite. And I was just like, pause and just be like, yes, sure. Yeah, it's, it's like that. Yeah. And not only does it introduce like new people to Sonic, but then like in the movie, one thing that I did, that I really liked is because I have played I played all the good Sonics. Uh, there's a lot of references and like Easter eggs for fans. That's that's why you saw Ace gushing all over the timeline. There were like man. Easter eggs all hidden throughout the movie to the point where I was like, huh, are they hinting at this and that? I was like, I remember that yeah. from this game. So ah, it's something. Okay. It's something for everybody there. It's not just uh, like, for kids. Does Knuckles say the N word? All right. You know, it's funny this morning on uh, TikTok, I seen a Ugandan Knuckles post and like this dude did a whole poem about how he couldn't find the way and like the rain was pouring. It was really dramatic. I meant to put it in the group chat. I'm like, yo, this shit is still I'm funny. I'm happy me. that meme died and didn't come back because I was kind of scared this new movie was going to make that meme come back and that meme got like driven to the ground annoying. But like, I'm glad it didn't. It just made it come back a little bit, but then like blow back up again. I thought you know Ugandan Knuckles was funny. I enjoyed VR chat. Yeah, it, was, it was funny too. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. It was, it was fun, but then they just kept killing. You know, you know. How yeah, you know, beat be a dead horse. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, destroying it. Okay, well, let's talk about something you guys actually did get a chance to check out. So, Paramount Plus, another streaming service um, available online from Paramount. Um, I think it's nine ninety nine a month. It's the latest one. Currently, the only thing carrying that app, I believe, was um, was uh, iCarly, the the new generation or whatever. But they finally got a new show for people to check out, and that show is gaming related. It's the Halo TV show. Now, before the show had came out. Um, so one of the producers did an interview with Variety where they were quoted how they didn't really play the games and they didn't feel like they needed to play them. Um, they were kind of basing it on the Halo lore as a whole. So the games, the books, all that shit. Um, and a lot, it got a lot of backlash. So people were kind of going down, going in with, you know, not, not too high expectations for the Halo show. It came out. I think it made like a little splash because I did enjoy the first episode for like the most part. But we're now halfway through the season. I finally got the boys to check out the show. So I thought we should kind of share our first impressions of the Halo show on Paramount Plus. Um, Jay, how are we feeling about this? I want to start off this conversation by asking you guys if you all noticed that Paramount actually took the first episode of Halo off of YouTube because apparently it caused some backlash. Wait, what was the backlash? I didn't know this. For what? Yeah, I, I was just looking this up because I was like, oh, like I just uh, once you told me to watch, I was like, okay, I'll watch the first episode on YouTube, and then uh, I ended up doing a trial for Paramount today to watch the rest of the episodes, and I was like, oh, it's not here. And then I saw, of course, videos in the algorithm saying that 
Paramount took it off because it was catching backlash, negative backlash, um, because they didn't like it. People were saying that they didn't like it. So, like, well, that's interesting. That's wild, because in my opinion, the first episode is the strongest. I'm going to go ahead and say it. This show sucks. But go ahead. What are you going to say, Jay? <laughs> oh, my God. Dang. Okay. So, yeah, I, I will agree that the first episode, I thought it was pretty lit. Um, You know, seeing at first I was like, oh, like, I don't really care about these people. I don't I don't care about this planet. Um, and then, you know, it started getting lit because, of course, a covenant came through. And then, you know, Spartan came that through. Was um, that was, yeah, that's was what like, caught me. Like, when old girl, yeah. Yeah. When old girl got her head blown Lord, off, I was like, okay, this might be lit. Kids, dog. They yeah. slaughtered yeah, kids. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, old boy, old boy pulled up. He was like, yo, like, everybody <laughs> in here dead. Yeah. I was like, dang. And then going to go like that. I thought it someone was going to save them. And that just was like, oh, wow. Okay. No, we're dabbing people with the sword. I was like, okay. Like, yeah, it was very, very gritty. It's all like, wow. If this is the narrative that we're going to set up, you know, for the rest of the show, then all right like this is gonna be lit and then it, you know it slowed down episode two um but i actually i i enjoyed episode two as well because i'm only on episode three right now but i enjoy episode two even though it you know it slowed down significantly but we really got into you know master chief story because master chief you know for the most part even though i clearly don't remember the entire lore of all of the uh halo video games but i like how they were actually trying to you know uh draw out what master chief actually is like he took his freaking helmet off i think that may have been what people were just like oh no like you just broke it right there we're not supposed to see master chief but like he did that in episode one i was like okay or well this is where we're going then i guess we're here now um but but you know talking about how master chief like actually you know started to like hey like i'm gonna do my own thing like i need to find my own path i don't know why i'm doing this I actually enjoyed that just from a standpoint of we don't know anything about Master Chief. We just know that he's a freaking badass. Like he just he just goes wherever does whatever he needs to do and, and Cortana's with him. So that was, you know, pretty much it. This is the Master Chief that we all, you know, have grown to to know and love. Um obviously TBH you watch more, so I you can get more insight as to why you think it sucks. But um I see in episode three, like they actually, you know, started to show us how, you know, Cortana came to be and and this whole, you know, like almost symbiotic relationship between Master Chief and Cortana. Um, you know, I get in that a little bit later. But I thought that it was okay. Like I don't think that it deserves all of the backlash that it that it has gotten. But I understand like from all of the super freaking hardcore hate low fans that just know the lore of the video games and the books you know back to uh backwards or forward why they don't like something like this but i'm actually i, I will take back what i said initially on the last episode i think um we talked about uh you know the director was like i i didn't you know watch any of the uh uh other video game lore i didn't play any other video games i didn't really need to you know uh, uh play or watch that in order to you know understand or get to my story i actually liked it uh, they did go a different path because this is just something that we just have never been used to but i like how they're kind of like telling their own story on it so um i may have a different opinion once we get to the next episode so i'm going to continue watching but i don't think that it's a bad show I, I think that people people were acting you know a little bit too harshly on the halo series so that's just my opinion so far before i before i get my take uh ethos i'm curious to hear yours how are we feeling how are you feeling about the halo show i'm with and where are you at point. in the show I'm uh, halfway through episode three, and so far from what I've watched, um, I'm not a Halo nerd. I don't give a fuck about Halo story like that. I re I know like just the basics of it. Uh, played a couple of Halo games, but I don't know like the books and the advanced expanded universe. I don't know none of that st uh, stuff. But uh, from what I've watched so far, I I've, I've enjoyed it. 
Uh, I mean, I like these type of shows, like The Expanse and stuff like this, and it feels like a more slow burn because, um, like, when I watch other sci-fi shows, like, The Expanse is a great example. Like, that show also has a very slow burn, like, the start, but usually these shows start to ramp up later on and they start to, like, pick up their pace. Um, but, yeah, like, I agree with you, too, TBH. Like, the first episode I thought was pretty good. Like, compared to the second one, I thought the first one's, so far what I watched, the first one's the best. Um, I wasn't expecting that, like, kind of, like, um, sh shift in plot, like, that quick. I kind of felt that was kind of fast like i didn't think he was going to immediately like turn against the unc that that like that or unsc that quick but i, I mean like overall though uh about the helmet thing like i don't really care i i do feel like they're spending a lot of time like trying to humanize him because i think that's been always a problem by halo is he's always just been this like basically this like a uh, tank that just runs around like kind of man of little words but a man of action and not many words and he just you know ram shit and kill shit and blow shit up but he still has this sort of like he cares about his fellow like humans and shit so i think they're just trying to emphasize that more with this um i don't know you correct me if i'm wrong this tv but this feels like a prequel to the original games because he hasn't they met haven't Cortana even introduced yet. the halo in the show g yeah well they're they're referencing it yeah because they're, they're referencing it but we haven't seen it yeah, yeah like it's, yeah, it's not he, based he off comments, the games yeah well like that's why i think like this is a prequel to the first game because it seems like he hasn't cortana's not been with him i guess like he, she's going to be very soon because i think in three they're they're talk they're starting to talk about synchronizing cortana with him um but like this seems like a prequel to that because i think by the beginning of the first game like they already know about the they, they find the ring they already um are aware like the two already like been partners for a little bit i think but like this one it seems to be like an origin story which i mean it's not, it's not bad I, I could see how maybe new people who never watched halo before could watch this and maybe be interested in the story after this um I, i'd say i don't think that it's terrible i don't think it's bad uh, i don't think it's like amazing either but I, I think it's like it's solid it's solid right now so I'm kind of looking forward to finishing it and seeing what I think after that. So, unfortunately, I have to watch it every week because we do weekly analysis on X-Play. So, I'm caught up Should've on... Should have picked Moon Knight. ...on 5. Well, I mean, we it's not a... We're a gaming show first. They are doing that, but Kasim's doing that because he's like the comic book guy. Um, uh, yeah, he, he knows way more than I do. Um, but, yeah, so I'm caught up on the show. There's five episodes. I believe there's going to be nine or ten for this season. Um, the reason I'm not enjoying it, and it could get better, uh, just the first five episodes, I'm not enjoying it, is because I feel like that first episode was smoke and mirrors. Like I said, when when he, when when the Covenant first pull up and the action is going crazy, I'm like, all right, this is dope, this is dope. Second episode, it was okay, little 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 deposition. But episode three, four, five, it's just straight deposition. Like it's, and I understand like you can't do everything off of the game, but I feel like the show lacks balance. Um, at the end of the day, Master Chief is a super soldier, and they've done it, literally. It's called Halo Combat Evolved, and there's no combat in the show outside of Episode One. Um, instead, they're spending way too much time, I think, trying to humanize him. Um, there's literally an episode, I think it was four, where this nigga's like talking about anxiety and shit. I'm just like, bro. I'm like, all right, can we shoot some aliens? There has to. There's no balance. Cortana, I think, looks ugly. And then the main thing that is like bugs me about this show is they said they spent a hundred million dollars on the episode and i don't know where on the show and i don't know where it went because the cgi in this shit is ass it is like a cheap sci-fi show and it just like fucks with me watching it i'm just like eh. i feel like in halo might have benefited more from being a movie versus a tv show so they could up the budget uh because it's such a spectacle i feel like something like um what's the name uh falcon and winter soldier works as well as like moon knight those work well and the streaming format as well as like daredevil because those are much more grounded characters um that don't require as much like special effects but halo is, is a straight spectacle 
so i think it needed a bigger budget and i just think the pacing is off i don't think the story is terrible but the pacing is just horrible to me right now um so i don't know maybe it'll it'll speed up and we'll get some dope what? combat you say it was 12 episodes that's what you said no it's like nine or ten Okay, I have eight hours each, and we're five. And then, and then, and then each episode is like an hour too on top of yeah, that. So I'm just like, it's, it starts to it, it feels like a show that's full of filler. Uh, Does it? Uh, I feel like just from what I've watched so far, it feels like maybe the season finale might focus on them discovering the ring for the first time. Yeah, that's what it seems like it's gonna lead towards. Um, yeah, so it could, could be better. Like it's just like the yeah. first half. I'm just letting y'all know, like it is yeah. what you're seeing right now in episode wait, two, wait, three. They, it just keeps going. Like it's just a lot said, of talking they already funded the second season right like they're already gonna yeah and that's what's weird that's really that's ballsy that they well, no, they, they it greenlit it it makes sense though because if you think of this like think of like this beginning like a lot of talking not a lot of shooting but if you think about it if they end season one where they like obviously like this whatever alien device he discovered is connected to like accessing the ring right and then they end the season on them discovering like their ring and now like the scale of the war because like from what i've seen so far they don't know why the covenant is attacking colonies they don't know what they're doing obviously we know but they don't know but um and i guess this whole season one is discovering like why why is the covenant come out of nowhere why are they attacking us why are they trying to obtain this how is humanity trying to like how they're going to win this war and then how do the spartans play a role in this because right now the spartans don't feel like they're worth the amount of investment but now they'll become obviously john is crucial to like how the rings work and function so I, I don't know problem. about the chick, i don't know about the girl though that works with the covenant i, I don't even know if that's lore accurate I, I didn't even know that was even a thing um that some regular human was I guess a blessed one or something. I I don't know. I'm I'm out of whack when it comes to the Here's the problem. Our generation has gotten older, got kids, families, homes, jobs, and stuff. So you don't have as much time to absorb media. So it's hard to pick up that older audience already. It's really got to hit hard. And then the younger generation, Gen Z, they have the the attention span of a peanut. That's why they're on TikTok all the time. The 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 um the average video that goes viral on TikTok is no longer than like 15 seconds. Like Vine is basically back. So you have to be able to captivate their attention really quickly. And the problem with that younger audience is they did not grow up with Halo like us. So it has to bang out the gate. And I think that's where they kind of fumbled the bag. You're like, oh, in season two, it's going to be all this crazy. <laughs> You're the assumption that people are going to care when we get to season two. And it goes back to the conversation we had earlier about Sonic. Uh, it's so much content to absorb nowadays. You you don't get the, the chance to really fuck up uh, nowadays. Like you got to get it right out of the gate. And like, I have no problem with all the extra story driven content because like, I understand you can't go strictly off of the games. They have to expand the universe. I just feel like it lacks balance right now. It's just a little bit too much deposition for me and like a lot of characters that I don't personally care about. That's another problem too. There hasn't really been a standout character. I don't care about Chief. I don't care about any of the little side adventures. I couldn't even tell you any of the characters' names. I don't like know. Hey, uh, hey, what's her name? Hey, Hales, Halsey? But look, you're struggling to name the characters uh, too. That's a problem. They have, they have Thorin. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair though, this has just been my take about it. I've always felt that the Halo series in general, this hot take. I've always felt that the Halo series in general, outside of like I'm talking about specifically the games, not like the extended books and all this other universe stuff. Specifically, the games of the stories themselves haven't been that captivating to begin with. Yeah, like, reach me to Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that's that just reminded me. Wait, like that's why I'm confused too, right? Maybe this is just because I'm completely ignorant about Halo War. I was like, Reach was a prequel to the first game, right? Like it's technically the yeah. first game of the series. But Reach falls, so I'm confused as to is this before Reach falls or did Reach come back after it fell and rebuilt? They or, like, need I'm, some Reach content right now to get this shit exciting. The planet, the main planet that all the UNSCs on is called Reach. It's literally Reach. So I'm like, I'm so lost by that. I, I don't know, JG, because you played Reach. Like, is this? after reach but like they came back don't ask, don't ask me though no. i had no <laughs> I, you know someone in the comments who's a, a, a lore nerd can you tell me like what what's <laughs> i'm confused i don't i don't understand where this takes place in the timeline yeah uh, i don't know uh so i'm gonna continue to keep watching um it's not the worst thing i ever said i've ever seen but it is i would say it's mediocre what do you uh, think lacks more content the tv show or the game uh, TV show, because in the game I can shoot shit. Uh, <laughs> like, put your fucking, get out of your feelings and put your helmet on and shoot something, bro. We haven't seen any funny-ass little grunts or nothing like that. Like, it just lacks, like, the little personality that Halo has, it lacks. It's It takes itself way too seriously. I don't know. Something's off about that show. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Will you, will you guys continue to watch it all the way through the end? Yeah, I think I'll watch it. I've already yeah. invested three hours in. I might as well okay 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 maybe we'll revisit yeah, I got this little, uh, if i thought the first episode was mid i would have just dropped it right there but i didn't think the first episode was bad and the second one wasn't bad either that's that's the Man. thing like i i don't think visually like i know some people were straight up saying like this it looks like a like a uh like like a high school or a college film or something but i don't see that i think it looks quality i don't think it looks like the greatest shit i've ever seen in my life but it's not terrible looking so i don't know it's a step above cw shows but i think disney plus has spoiled me yeah, maybe that's it. Because like, if you think about it though, those are literally movies. Like they. Yeah, Moonlight. Movies, Mo like, Moon Knight is like a six-hour yeah. movie. Basically. That's a that's a movie. Yeah, Moon Knight's a movie. But I remember some people saying that about um, what was the Disney Plus show? Was it? It wasn't Falcon. I can't remember which one it was. It was like one of them where they were just like it felt lower quality. Was it Hawkeye? Um, it was like one of them. Hawkeye I was shot really well too. It was like it, one all of the Disney shows quality. have been really good. Wandavision. No, Wandavision no, was good. WandaVision was good. I can't remember what it was. They said, I forgot which series it was. Maybe it was Loki. I don't remember. Somebody said one of the series felt like it was like lower quality than the other ones or like didn't feel up to the quality. Loki, did, Loki did have like some little green screen effects that stood out that weren't as good as I think as the rest. But then like the story was still really good. The story though. was good. Yeah. Loki had like the, the, the best story. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yo, yo, yo. We got to take a break to let everyone know that this episode is sponsored by Zavi. Zavi.com is one of the top destinations on the internet for gaming, anime, and other geek related products. Zavi carries clothes, figurines, games, vinyls, Funko Pops, and more. The best part is a lot of their content they sell are exclusive drops to their platform. Let's take a look at their recently released Fantastical Beast Collection in celebration of the recently released Secrets of Dumbledore film. They got signature high top sneakers, several shirts and hoodie designs, pillows, coasters, pops, mugs and more. And guess what? They all fine. Complimenting Zavi's amazing products is their amazing prices. Nothing in the store feels wildly priced and the icing on the cake is since Zavi sponsors the show. Our viewers get a special discount. If you use code GI Podcast at checkout, you will receive 20% off your clothing items and 10% off of everything else. I repeat, use code GI Podcast at checkout on Zavi.com to get your discount today. That's code GI Podcast on Zavi.com. I appreciate Zavi sponsoring the show. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Yeah, sure. 
Mm, yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll stick through it. Maybe we'll revisit the show once the season's over. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we'll maybe do it. Do that. Yeah, it might just yeah, be a yeah. slog in the middle. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, cool. So let's move into the news section of the show. Since the last podcast, um, Square Enix announced a new, well, two new Kingdom Hearts games. Um, the one that's making the most noise is Kingdom Hearts Four. Um, and then I, I, what was the other name of the? That's some long ass name. I don't know that. Is it a mobile game or something? Yeah, nobody's really talking about that. Who cares? Kingdom Hearts Four. Um, what's the name? Run it on Unreal Engine. Um, has a much more. I want to say realistic look. Sora definitely looks different. Um, how how did you guys feel about this introduction, this trailer? Like, do, do y'all care? I don't care about Kingdom Hearts, and I never will. Sheesh. I'm trying to figure I, out: Are they running out of movies? I, it's that's one of those. You know, you know, like the joke is like it just keeps going, and it's like maybe you just sort of stopped while you were ahead. And I feel like that's what Kingdom Hearts has become to me. This is one of those things where it's like I just wait. So, did, did either one of you beat Kingdom Hearts there? I yeah, didn't even touch Kingdom Hearts. So, three. so I, 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 you know, I uninstalled that shit. It was boring. Yeah, um. I, so, what happens at the end of three? Like, did it hint that there was going to be a four? Because I just assumed that that was going to be a trilogy, and then we were done. I didn't expect a four. No, they, they, they basically. So, I, I watched like a YouTube thing about it. Um. Do you want me to just tell you what happens at the end? I don't give a fuck about this game. Yeah, okay. you can spoil it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this oh, for it. You know, I'm notorious <laughs> for spoiling everything he in the damn podcast. Yeah, yeah he don't care, bro. Um, so this is what Grant, this is my limited knowledge of me just watching a couple of videos and people's reactions to certain things and da 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 da. From what I've gathered, basically Sora sacrifices himself so everybody can live or, or certain people can live, his friends can live and da 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 da. And when he does this, he ends up in a different world. Like basically like a real world, which is why Oh, uh, that's the aesthetic, okay. Yeah, that's why the aesthetics change. Is because he's stuck in this different dimension world, which is where we like kind of like the real world verse, and the rest of them are stuck in the Disney, whatever you want to call it, mm, Kingdom Hearts verse or whatever it is. So that's why I like that. Um, people said it's similar to the uh, if you remember Final Fantasy fifteen when it was back when it was called Versus, like Noctis was like in a more modern city. People are saying it's very similar to that style because it's the same director. Like it seems like he wanted to make that game and he never got a chance, so he's just gonna do it with Kingdom Hearts now. So that's that's what I've gathered it as. So that's why it's not done. They just now it's a whole new I think saga they're gonna do. Like so it's another trilogy probably that they're just gonna keep. So they're just gonna milk this thing all the way to the end. I think they're not gonna stop. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so as someone who actually beat the game, Jay, are you looking forward to it? I will play it because I feel like I'm invested in it at this point. I think the the main uh, issue is going to be how long it's going to take for this to come out because we see how long it took for Kingdom Hearts three to come out. Yeah, that was the meme I seen. Uh, whole decade. It'll take another ten plus years. I don't. I don't know. But I mean, the graphics do look good. But I just like I play it just to play it now at this point. I think the nostalgia for me once Kingdom Hearts three finally came out, the nostalgia just like ran its course. Like I was just like. All right, I'm playing it now, so I might as well just see it through. Because you know, I, I I'm not a quitter, so <laughs> I was just playing it. Was there a princess in the frog world in Kingdom Hearts Three? No. It better be in Ford, or they're racist. 
Better be some black people, some jambalaya and all that I witchcraft. Not one black person in that entire trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, I I keep my eye on it. Like if I see some improvements, I just never really like Kingdom Hearts combat system and like the camera. Uh, if I see some improvements there, maybe I'll try it. But like, this is kind of bottom of the totem pole for me. I just don't care. Like, this is one of those, this is one of those games where like I know it's gonna have a big fan base. It's gonna be kind of really like, super excited, and I just try to stay quiet about it because you don't want to be like a party pooper. Yep. <laughs> yeah, just leave the so beat. Yeah. I have literally like one, a bunch of friends who were like grew up on it and stuff like that, so they love it to death. And I just sit there as like the weird one who just like never got into it as a kid because I was just off playing other games and just let the series. I was like one of those things where like the train left the station, and I was just like, I'm never gonna be able to try this. And I I've tried multiple times as I got older to try to we'll play them, and I just can't do it, so I just gave up on it. And I just I just stay silent when people like come looking at me. I'm just like, oh yeah, have fun. Even when I was <laughs> a kid, I wasn't that into it. Like I I enjoyed the first one, but I think it because I was I was a kid. By the time the second like the third one came yeah, out, I was like I was already like an adult. Like I already wasn't yeah. that big into Disney movies as a kid. I feel like either, either were like have, like I feel like as if you were a Disney kid. Like if you like really love Disney, then you probably really loved Kingdom Hearts. But if you're one of those people like just were like okay, you know you watch Disney because obviously you were a kid or whatever it was, but you weren't obsessed about Disney. You probably just played it and was like, all right, yeah, this is a cool game. Like that's how I was. Like I just was like okay, whatever. And then like you know the whole wait for Cage Three took so long. You know, I was too bid being an edgy kid, like a two bit edgy kid playing like Halo and Gears and, you know, like, you know, Call of Duty, you know, shooters and being toxic and stuff as like a little teenager. So it's like Kingdom Hearts look like child's like a child game to me. So I was like, I'm never playing this game. So, yeah, yeah I think like for a lot more people who are like of our age group who grew up with this, I think one of the things that we want to see was like, well, we know everything that Disney has gathered, you know, in their infinity gauntlet since then, right? Yeah. So we were just looking for, all right, well, where's Star Wars? Where's Marvel? Marvel? Like, yeah, yeah, I think that was the main thing. When we didn't get it, then we were like, oh, fuck this game. Like, we don't care anymore. Yeah. They know pulled up. I care. Yeah, I think maybe I saw Star Wars, then maybe I'd be like, okay, maybe I'll try this one out. It looks cool, but yeah, it's just they just show all these like other Disney IPs that I just really don't care about. Yeah, even so. even if it's Star, give me Star Wars, I'll be interested in that if it's if it's in there. And I think at least that's I'd be like a rumor. Yeah. That's the rumor now, which uh, because it, you know they've broken yeah they've broken down the video a million times, so uh, right. they they said that we we've seen something that looks like it's in the Star Wars universe. If so. it's Star Wars uh, is more realistic than the, the other Disney stuff. So. Yeah, so there's hope once again that maybe, just maybe, they'll finally integrate, you know, some of the other franchises in here, some of the other IPs. So we'll see. Speaking of Star Wars, y'all saw that Obi Wan trailer? Yes. Yep. Shit, bro. Disney Plus is just fucking killing it, bro. Yeah, that and HBO. Yeah, yeah. Those are the two. If you had to have stream, those are the two that I would say go with. Those are the best. And then uh, I give it to Hulu as like a kind of close to there. But wait, what's on Hulu? Uh, like Hulu has like um some anime stuff that i like to watch and then on top of that i think hulu has a lot of like underrated gems that a lot of people don't know about but like you just give a shot like i i can't tell you how many times i've randomly watched something off of hulu just i just saw this the premise and i was like this seems cool and i ended up really enjoying it um that's like where i feel like hulu has been netflix is definitely like i'd say like hulu has been like 80 percent of the random things i've watched on hulu have ended up being really cool and netflix has been almost like a 50 50 coin cost uh, coin toss. Netflix yeah. is really fucking up because they there's there's a rumor. First of all, they lost money for the first time in like ten years. They lost over two hundred thousand subscribers. Uh, I think due to like the lack of content. But then like there's a rumor going around that they're about to crack down on people yeah. that um 
No, my bad. They lost millions. They they found that two hundred thousand of their users were using um sharing passwords, so they're about to crack down on that. And I'm like, yo, if you do the math on that, you're gonna piss a lot of people off, and you're about to lose a lot of money. Like, you just gotta yeah. kind of accept that people share passwords. If you make good content, you'll get more subscribers eventually. Exactly. And yeah, seen that, nobody else have been complaining. I yeah. I haven't heard any other platform complain about that. Like, I know that Netflix was the first. You know, they're like the OGs. But literally every year, especially during the pandemic, they have raised their prices every yeah. year. It's just delusional yeah. to assume that everybody can afford every streaming app it's become cable again and it's too much yeah uh, you, you know it's a really like underrated streaming app though is um pluto tv yeah. channel 800 g4 tv is on there also oh. uh youtube tv <laughs> <laughs> we're now available on youtube tv all right hey, we're coming to other platforms peacock, bro. don't sleep on peacock i've been trying to tell motherfuckers uh, don't sleep on it uh, yeah 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 I've wait what's on peacock that, uh, what's on peacock um you know uh fresh prince was on there oh the bel-air joint yeah, it's actually Bel Air was dope. But I hold on, I, okay, okay, okay. Dope. Everybody's been saying Bel Air is dope, but once again, yes. I'm not downloading one app for one show. Well, I mean, it has other stuff. You just got to go and check it out. You know how many Batman movies I've watched on? I watched them all on HBO Max. There's so much good content on there. If you, you know, know what I think, the, the new one is on there now. Yeah. Oh yeah, the like Batman. Batman is yeah. on there now. Yeah, the Batman. Yeah. Yep. So much Dude, good I, content. I need to. Uh, I need to check out uh, Apple's thing because there's been a couple shows i've seen like previews like severance and foundation that look kind of cool i was like i've got yeah i forgot apple i ain't gonna lie yeah apple's apple's been in that cast they're like they're like getting movies movies like what should be on the silver screen and i'm like dang like they're trying trying to make me yeah, yeah, they're trying to make me uh actually like get it or know somebody who has it. You, uh, Amazon's also pretty good. The um, I don't know. I you guys probably seen to death the the Twitch ads for that new thing with uh, Thanos in it as a farmer. Wait, what? Uh, Thanos. He's on a farm and it's like some hole in the in his Thanosville. Farm. <laughs> no, it's called uh. Let me see if I can find the name. Of it. It's called um Range something. It's like a uh like like thriller. Let me see uh. I think I know on Amazon is Man in the High Castle and then the Boys, which I love their shows and, too. And, Invinci- and Invincible. Oh yeah, Invincible. I'm bad. That's the and low key Amazon has some heat too. There's yeah, no they do. I I don't I don't consider Amazon a part of like the streaming Outer wars. Range. Just, That's what it's called. I don't, I don't consider them a part of the streaming wars just for the simple fact that like I got Amazon for Amazon Prime. Their streaming is a bonus. You see yeah, what I'm saying? It's all a bonus. So yeah. it's like I, I it doesn't come to mind first, but their streaming server is really good though. Yeah, they have some good stuff on here. Like I, I, I've, they definitely have some mid. Like there's definitely been some mid. But uh, that show I was talking about was called The Outer Range. It's when I say Thanos, I mean his his actor. But it's literally his same. Oh, voice. I thought you literally yeah. meant Thanos no, is not, like farming like, with the Infinity Stones. Amazon's, yeah, Amazon's stuff on Disney Plus. <laughs> That's why I was Josh, confused, man. Right? Nah. Why are you using Infinity Stones farm? <laughs> nah, it's not rolling. But if you watch the trailer, if you just watch the episode, it's it's literally his voice. He doesn't change anything. So if you close your eyes, you just it's just literally Thanos. Like you can only hear thanos it's actually funny Sin- <laughs> when you think about it sensational yeah. it look cool that's dope uh oh, man, also i don't know about this one though i will watch the trailer though it's, yeah, watch the trailer it's like a thriller it's like they have some mystery that existed on his farm like it's like a hole or something like that that does some weird stuff and people around the town are acting weird or something like that it's like a thriller type thing I don't All know right. if it's good. I haven't watched it yet, but you know. I, well, you watch it first, and don't tell us to watch it. You watch it. First I'm just saying the trailer looked cool. That's all I was saying. Time I'll watch it. it after I finish Halo. I'll watch it when I finish Halo. You know what's also good? All Hulu. What? Atlanta. Oh my God, Atlanta is. I didn't so know it was on Hulu. Yes, yeah, season because three. Because it's FX, is so, so good. Oh, okay. yeah. it has all FX it's stuff. Yeah, I mean that's so a good. given though. Yeah, the show's good. Yeah. yeah. It's just, no, it's like this season. Oh, the money, is like, man. 
could end up being like the best one. Like it's it's been paper boy, nothing but bangers. Paper boy, shout out to paper boy. Gotta get the paper. I haven't even watched it. I forgot that it, it came out. There's so many shows. Yeah, available. it's good. It, like two of the episodes are some top tier shit I've ever seen. Like just media in general, it's really good. Uh, Sony invested a billion dollars in Epic Games. Um, in the statement, they said, as a creative entertainment company, we are thrilled to invest in Epic to deepen our relationship in the metaverse field, a space where creators and users share their time, said Sony CEO uh, Yoshida. We are confident that Epic's expertise, including their powerful game engine combined with Sony's technologies, will accelerate our various efforts, such as the development of new digital fan experiences in sports and our virtual production initiatives. As a game developer, what do you think this means, Ethos? Speculate for me. Means a lot of money is about to change hands, baby, and a lot of a lot of bags are being about to be made. That's what that means. In what sense? Uh, well, Sony is obviously going to be using UE5, so they probably gave them a boatload of an investment, so they don't have to pay back a lot of royalties or make it really low. Uh, this means that Epic has more money, so they can produce more content and more tools for UE5, which then means more developers are going to get new tools, uh, which means everybody wins. Everybody wins in a nutshell. That's all it means. Everybody's going to make a lot of money. Everybody's going to make cool games. It's a, it's a win-win. I just hope it, it means... Mean they're going to fire them. That does not mean anything like that. So. I just hope it means these PlayStation, and I'm using exclusives with air quotes right now, come to the epic game store that's all i hope <laughs> yeah, yeah, it might it might hey it might might be because if you invest all that money in them they might also say all right as a stipulation you know any of the games you make maybe in the future or something like that you bring them on the epic platform you know which would get people to buy them but right now they've been putting them on steam so you know seems like a kind of you know awkward where it's like hey why are you putting your games well they put their games on the epic game store but why not yeah they did yeah, they yeah. Both, so. it's like hey make it exclusive on our platform since you know you're investing a boatload of money in us you know so it's when you get more money. you're uh you're not a game dev uh jg but you're a new homeowner you're developing your uh, home does that mean does epic games and sony's <laughs> uh, marriage mean anything to you oh baby <laughs> <laughs> so i can uh rebuild my home using the ue5 engine yeah sure <laughs> true, yeah, sure, you're, true. you can renovate your home using ue5 <laughs> yeah i can renovate it yeah sure I, I didn't that. have, but that's uh i mean that's interesting though um i mean i feel like at this point sony has to do other things in order to i guess properly compete since uh they you know throwing around what little money that they have compared to microsoft to get you know new dev studios and and stuff uh hasn't been panning out so far um i, I think that this is a good move for them though i mean because obviously like ue5 is something freaking powerful and we already have games that have been confirmed using the ue5 engine so you know that it makes total sense for them to you know invest that money and then you know use ue5 for you know a lot of their games too so ever since microsoft dropped that bag on bethesda and activision feels like sony's just throwing money out here and there trying to show hey we got a big dick too look see and uh, the sony ponies are going wild you said what are those it's massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> got that big Sony pony. <laughs> um, what's the name? So rumors have been circulating for the past few weeks that uh, Ubisoft was working on a new BR game. But actually today, right before we started recording a couple hours ago, which is today in which we're recording is April 23rd, 2022. Um, Ubisoft tweeted out that we are, in fact, not working on a BR game. They're working on a team battle arena game called Project Q. Uh, the game is currently in early development and it's being tested. They said it's not a BR game, but the game will feature a variety of PvP modes with one single goal in mind. Fun. They don't have plans to add NFTs to this game. You can find out more by registering and taking place in upcoming tests. So if you guys want to register 
to actually get early access to Project Q, just head on over to the Ubisoft uh, Twitter page. They have the link there or like their website, I'm pretty sure. And you can register to try the game out. But, you know, people ever since this whole NFT fiasco happened with Ubisoft, as well as some of the games they've been putting out, people really hate this company. Um, I'm not going to lie. They haven't taken a lot of L's. Um, Hyperscape. <laughs> remember that. Uh, so as a giant fuck you, uh, they weren't lying. Somebody, they are working on, they are doing like early development tests of the game. And one of the testers for the game actually leaked footage of it. Uh, we were able to see it. We're not going to show it in the video for legal reasons, but it uh, doesn't hurt to describe what we saw, you know? So, uh, based off what we saw, it's kind of got a, kind of got a Fortnite, uh, art, art, cartoony, uh style to it it's a it's a pvp game mode i mean pvp game giving me kind of overwatch fortnite vibes uh it looks terribly generic to me it looks like it might be get hyped for like a week or a month and then like i don't know i just didn't see anything here that's gonna blow my mind it looks like another hero shooter to me uh how you feel you those about project q meh <laughs> That's all. That's all you get. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. That's all you get from me. You know, it's funny when I saw this gameplay. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, "What happened to that first-person shooter that was supposed to come out from Ubisoft, the free-to-play oh, game?" Oh, you didn't hear? You didn't hear what happened? What happened to it? I remember I played they, it. They uh, cut the Tom Clancy name off of it, and they're, I guess, heavily reworking it right now because uh, of the backlash they got as a Tom Clancy. So they're not even going to include it to be in the Tom Clancy verse. They're just going to make a bunch of characters and stuff like that, basically. That game is going to fail, too, because it's terribly generic. It's literally yeah. Call of Duty. All the games they've launched recently that have not been outside their main franchise have been generic. So, uh, Any thoughts on Project Q, Jay? Uh, Ubisoft, I love y'all, but I don't want to see this game come out. From what we've seen, it just, I, it just looks more like one of those games that is not going to catch any steam. And I'm at this point, I'm sick of you all taking L's. I think that you all just need to stick to like the franchises that people know and love, and don't put NFTs into it. Because I think even if people do, you know, actually start embracing NFTs as a whole, I don't think that Ubisoft is going to, uh, you know, get the people on it. I think that other companies might, you know, find a better way to do it. That people are like, hey, like, it's cool. But I think that Ubisoft already pissed people off. So I think that anything they do going forward, unless it's like years upon years down the line, I, I don't think that, you know, they're going to catch up to it. But looking at this leaked footage, I'm sorry, it just looks hella generic. And I know they're like, you know, Epic, they're coming out with Rumble first. Like, it just looks like you're trying to compete with, with Epic at this point. Just accept. And, you're not gonna make a Fortnite, Ubisoft. It's okay. Yeah. Just yeah, accept it. You can't make a. It Fortnite. looks like a it's mobile okay. game. Let's accept it. It's okay. Looks like Knockout know. City mixed with Rumbleverse. Like mm. it just, I, I don't, I don't understand like why they're going this route. Like just the shooters that they have been coming out with over the past few years. Just, it's like you. We can tell that like you're just grasping. Like you're just trying to get into these different genres but you're just not doing it correctly or maybe you're just not the the studio the developer to to actually you know make these games good so i i'm just trying to figure out at this point why why are we making these decisions to to make these type of games that we know will die you know if you get a month out of people then that that's a win out of you but you want people to be able to play this game six months to a year down the line 
and just people are not going to catch on people aren't looking for these type of games anymore so it's time to I, I get there you know they're trying to get it's not like they're just trying to get out of these franchises and stop you know making you know a whole bunch of assassin's creed which you know they already stopped doing those annually and they're just desperately trying to find something else and just none of these games just are hitting so i i just i'm tired of them you know doing this stuff and and i don't i don't understand why i think ubisoft is suffering from an identity crisis um they were like the heavy hitters of the 360 ps3 as well as riding into they rode that wave as well that success into the ps4 era with the assassin's creed the far cry those types of games but since far cry 3 and like assassin's creed 2 they really haven't like innovated much they kind of just been coasting on the success of their their giants um and they're suffering from identity crisis because people got tired of it like the ghost recons flopped um that free-to-play game we were just talking about flopped i think this project q is gonna flop um they they need to innovate um and i think there's a reason why there's literally another article i just read this morning about there's another attempt right now at a potential hostile takeover at ubisoft uh, maybe their leadership is just not they've been involved in like various scandals within the company it just seems like they're unfocused and then gave up. it's like they gave up if, it feels like they especially especially gave up after Watch Dogs legion like it's kind of just been yeah. downhill i say even legion is so i don't even say i say before that i would say man i'm trying to think what's the last time i think the last time they tried was origins yeah yeah i know i i enjoyed odyssey i i did really enjoy odyssey but a lot um, of people felt odyssey was just like it was divisive it was divisive. Of origins you know what i mean like that's what people felt it was mm, a lot. that's what they felt but if you played the game it, it was different enough in my opinion it was much more uh f- like i feel like origins was more grounded it was i would say well, odyssey yeah, is yeah. just a odyssey flat out fun game magic based game, game. Yeah, um game. i think uh the problem with them too is just freaking the nfts like i said did they have an identity crisis i don't know man they keep taking the, fucking NFTs, the, the crypto stuff it's just like just stop man like they used to be you know what's crazy i remember ubisoft used to be known for a long time ago we used to say that ubisoft would make these great games with like uh like cool ideas like they make a, a bunch of cool ideas but the thing about ubisoft was that usually their execution was off and sometimes the games just wouldn't be like as good as they could have been but they had good like they had a cool idea and a lot of their games were unique in that respect now they're just they're not even unique anymore they're just trying to chase a trend or something like that they don't feel like they try to like experiment and make something unique and different even if it isn't that well executed which sucks but hey it is what yeah it is. literally like they, every... they are so lucky they have siege man if they didn't have siege i think they'd be screwed dang that's crazy yeah, which reminds like, me they put out a rainbow it's, game it's, that one sucked too it damn yep. yeah it did it did the zombie yeah. joint that's crazy yeah, that's my bad yeah i, I would say um i would say like every like i think watch dogs are probably like the last like pretty good franchise and even that took a while to catch on because you know the first watch dogs everybody was like yeah, yeah and no, then they yeah. the second one right and then we told them like the second one is some heat like y'all need yeah. to try it out and then legion was just okay like legion didn't it, it didn't push the uh the needle Envelope, further yeah. yeah so it was like once again like you have a good franchise and then you do something you continue doing the same thing you don't you don't find you know some really unique ideas and ways to innovate on that franchise and then it just ends up being another super open world like it takes 70 80 hours to beat this and that's just not what we're looking for anymore like Elden ring was was good for different reasons as to why like you know it took so long like because they innovated on their formula and uh and made it open world but like and then you know we talked about the controversy with you all uh you know former ubisoft people hating on uh elder rig and their yeah. and 
it. Like it's just, bro. You just keep taking L's. It's like y'all just need to shut up. Go back to the drawing board. Work on Splinter Cell because that's what people really want. We want Splinter Cell at this point. And like, say, it doesn't matter how. Up. I hate yeah, it doesn't. And it bro, and I don't want. I don't want it to be like that. I really I know. don't. I I, I don't want to mess up Splinter Cell, but they probably will though. It's just, it just it just seemed like it, with everything that's been going on. Yeah, you're gonna find a way to mess up that too. So I don't. I really don't know what they can do at this point. But I just think they need to. Maybe there's the leadership at the end of the day. Cause I ain't even really really think about that. But yeah, maybe the maybe there is no true leadership, and who's ever the head right now is just like just saying, hey, just try to come up with something now. And we're just coming up with a bunch of crap that's like just gonna end up being a, a fly by night type of situation. I know Phil Spencer's definitely like, <laughs> he's definitely staring like, mm, it seems like y'all need some new leadership. <laughs> Do you really wanna buy Ubisoft though? For their franchises? Yeah, I'd buy it. For yeah, I would. I, I would, yeah. Yeah, to gain that. The thing why, if why I can get him for the low. Well, yeah, you probably can get them for probably relatively cheap, considering all the controversy and stuff like that. I mean, obviously you're gonna have to. They're not Activision money, but like, but, what, what they pay yeah. for Bungie? They pay them like three billion, probably like that three yeah. to five, I think. Well, they're bigger than Bungie. Hundreds. Bungie over was overvalued like hell. Like they they were mm. not worth no three billion dollars. That was what. But Destiny Sony is popping though. Still, it's still popping. It's still no three billion dollars. It's just no way in hell. Ubisoft like, don't got nothing, bro. No, no. But this is why. This is why though. That's one franchise. We're talking about one franchise. Ubisoft still has siege he has all the so it has the entire tom clancy suite so you get all their ip that means you get access to uh rainbow six you get access to splinter cell you get access to um the division which was good you get access to so you get like a boatload of ips that you're gonna get a hold of and remember that was the same thing with activision right they bought activision yeah because of course they get the cash cow which is call of duty but they had all those dormant ips that they're also going to be able to get access to and make like sequels of and or bring them back from the dead which is like the idea right can bring tony hawk back and bring like a bunch of other things that have just been dormant and ubisoft has a shitload of stuff that's been dormant for a while so yeah like you know there's a lot of cool stuff i think they could pull off they could bring back mm. you <laughs> so, 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 so estimation so estimation in comparison so bethesda was 7.5 and activision was 68 so where would you say that ubisoft realistically would be uh i think that three range is fine because i don't think i wouldn't put ubisoft above bethesda I would, I would not, I would. not above, but that's I put them above Bungie for sure. Oh I'll yeah, above Bungie. I would say, I would say five to ten. I think, I think fifteen on a on a good scale. If you're really valuing uh, Splinter Cell and, and Assassin's is, Creed, their market cap is four point one seventy one billion. So five, that's a good number right there. I would go five or six and buy them out like that. Okay, freaking. Yeah, uh, and, and you get Assassin's Creed. I mean, granted, regardless of what we think about Assassin's Creed, like that sells every year, like. Valhalla sold the most out of their entire franchise. That's like, yeah, that's like their one glimmer of hope that they had recently is Valhalla. And even still, that had some flack because I've seen a lot of people, including me, talk about how they quit the game because they... It's too big. I yeah, it's too big. Too well, they, long, bro. they put yeah, out that article big. saying it's smaller and then it turned out I think it was no, bigger than Odyssey. Was <laughs> yeah, that was a lie, bro. Big I got to the part where they got over to um you get over to uh england and i was like god damn this map is fucking big i got at least 75 percent of that map filled i was like all right i'm making it through i'm gonna get to the end then they showed me fucking valhalla and i fucking i turned the game that's off. literally I said, when i quit I'm too fun. i beat I'm the fun. england part and then yeah. you get to the part where you, you know, the valhalla, gods are at and i said I wait there's no. five more maps yeah. nah we're said, done nah, <laughs> fuck this shit because i got near the end of the england part and i was like and then they introduced valhalla to me and i said fuck that i'm I not don't doing think it. so i'm good off this i'm turning this i'm watching the end 
banning on YouTube. Fuck. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I I don't got, I'm not mad at y'all. Yeah, I'm not mad I at y'all. I, I beat it, but I'm not mad at y'all for quitting. Yeah, and for people too, like, I was like, I got damn Excalibur. I got the fucking rare weapons and armor that were hard as fuck to get your hands on. You had to go through a bunch of quests to do. I did it all just to fucking quit and just say, fuck I think what shit. makes the, the assassin, like, a game like that really bad is nothing changes. Nothing, after about, changes, nothing changes between the 20th hour and the 100th hour yeah. in that game. And the like, after about 20 hours, so you've seen everything dead. you need to see. There's so, so much dead zone in the middle of the game. There's so much boring shit in the middle where it's just like certain quests of the certain regions are just boring. They're just not. I don't think any fun. like open world game needs to be longer than like 20 to 50 hours tops unless it really does something like Elden Ring where there's a lot of unique boss patterns, uh, uh, fights with unique boss patterns and stuff where it keeps you engaged or there's like lore and like unique but It's items. also because Elden Ring had a bunch of different biomes that felt different. Like, you know, you'd be in the Yeah, swamp, level design, yeah. The yeah, and then the, the levels, the staging levels, then you'd be in a volcano manor. It was, just, it was the level design was really good. And, and fucking Valhalla, it was, it was just damn forest. It was forest everywhere, fucking forest. And it was raining, forest. it was Cleveland. It was drowsy. It was, yeah, it was, and it raining, bad. it was really orange. Bad. Yeah, really I just uh, want to point out that this is like I think the fourth consecutive episode that we brought up Elder Ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Elder Ring is so good, bro. It's just better. <laughs> oh, good luck, Starfield. Good luck. Yeah, good. You're gonna need it. <laughs> you're gonna need it. What's going on, y'all? This is UTXJG, the Don, one third of the Game of Illuminati podcast. Now, after our last pod, we saw Sonic 2 get some major praise from fans and critics alike. Our resident Sonic fan, Ace of All Trades, loved the movie. Now, our sponsor for this episode, Zombie, dropped the dope collection to commemorate the franchise. But this time, we are putting our focus on Fantastic Beasts, The Secret of Dumbledore, which dropped in theaters on the 15th. I actually really liked this franchise and it's definitely been slapped on, especially for Harry Potter fans. Check this out. Now, of course, Zombie had to show this franchise some love with their own collection that dropped this week. Check out some dope clothing, including t-shirts, hoodies, and even sneakers. Check out a link in the description or search Zavi.com and use the code GIPodcast at checkout for 20% off. If you want to purchase anything else outside of clothing, you can use the code and get 10% off. Now, Fantastic Beasts, not your thing. Zavi also dropped some new Call of Duty and Game of Thrones items to fit your fandom needs. Stay tuned because Zavi has some Moon Knight and other Marvel collections that are on the way in the next upcoming weeks. Remember, go to Zavi.com. That's Z-A-V-V-I.com and use the code G-I-Podcast for 20% off of clothing and 10% off of other items. Take your love of video games and pop culture to the next level with Zavi. What's the name? Uh, more game developer talk. Uh, Epic Games did a state of Unreal Engine. They announced that the Unreal Engine 5 is available to everybody. Before it was kind of just in pre-release to you know certain developers early access, but now anybody can use it. And then they announced a whole slew of different games that are that are going to be using it in the next coming couple of years. Um, why is this exciting? Why should gamers care that Unreal 5 is available to everybody? Ethos. Because it's unreal. <laughs> All right, bro. Get off the podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, that's that really what he needs to say. You like, like, fucking chill. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to be an evangelist. You uh, <laughs> fucking epic. Uh, no, I, 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 um, I played around. I got early access to it. So I played around with it sometime last year when they dropped that. Uh, it was the one with the robot. 
that was like uh, do the beams and stuff like that. When they dropped that demo, I got access to it and I played that. I messed around with that. And uh, no, it, it's really good. It is as advertised. It's a great engine. Um, it's a upgrade from four, like in almost like every way. The UI is kind of cool. They've done some overhauls in the back end. Um, the, the crazy part that everyone's calling is witchcraft is like the nanite system. Um, I'll just make it long story short. Uh, short. Uh, so basically, what the system does is. Um, so uh, everything in a video game has like, you know, like, you know, like polygons, right? Has like a certain like poly count, right? And the more poly counts you have in a certain thing, it basically adds more detail to it. You're basically adding like these little like, uh, sh- like, I don't even know how to describe it, like different like shapings and stuff like that, that help bring out the definition and detail of a certain model. So the more of these you add, uh, the more complex your model can look and more real or, or more details you can add to it. Uh, but the con of this, of course, is the more you add, the more exp- expensive it is for the game to run and if you have a bunch of these things running this is what causes basically like frame drops um you know issues where like your frame rates not being able to hit a consistency or low weekend computers can't run it simply because there's just so much detail that the computer has to run with a gpu and it doesn't have enough so it just you know starts to lose frame rate um so what this engine does the big thing about nanite is is it allows you to basically create hyper detailed static meshes which is like think of it like a statue and you could put millions of these like uh tries and 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 make the 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 try count on them like insane like massively insane compared to what we used to have so like beforehand for optimization we might have a statue that might be five thousand, right so it might look a little blurry here and there might not have that much detail but now we can have a full-on like photorealistic scanned in from the real world model with like millions of uh, tries in it and like it still runs optimized on the game engine without any need of optimization from like an artist which is usually where artists has to go in and like uh, create like a high poly version and a low poly and then the game engine does little things here and there to manipulate how the quality of it looks when you like get close to it and you walk away from it um, this basically eliminates that so it makes making art better and it allows you to put more bigger high like detailed things in your scenes without it like tanking your frame rate um, and the lighting system also is like dynamic in real time. So you can do a bunch of cool stuff with ray tracing and just the lighting can look realistic. So a lot of it's graphical stuff that I think you'll definitely notice. Like you're going to notice like nothing like uh, it won't be like a PS2 to like Xbox 360 change. Like it's not going to be something like that type of jump. But you will notice like more higher detail quality levels of environments and, and worlds and stuff like that. And just basically open world games are going to look a lot more insane than they've used to look so yeah translation into english for people who didn't understand all that nerd talk a the games will look better and b there are a lot of tools in place in unreal 5 that will streamline um making games easier for developers was, was that about it uh yeah you could say it like that yeah. there's more to it but yeah you could just, that's the gist of it yeah try it out it's free that's the cool thing you can actually try it out without having any knowledge you just download it and give it a like give it a couple hours and just play around with if it you ever wanted to make make your own game about a bbc there you go yeah yeah you can do it you can get a bbc cock in there wait how, so how do people that want to try out the unreal engine how do they download it if they want to start their oh, indie game development you journey? have if you have epic games launcher for fortnite you have it you just open that up and then there's literally an unreal section and you can download the engine for free right there and that's all you gotta do hop on youtube university yeah yeah and uh the thing about unreal that's been always good is they have a boatload of good learning and like teaching and tutorials so literally you could just go on the epic game launcher and you can like read their educational material and just learn how to make a game just by watching their tutorials what a you blessing takes time, yeah yeah definitely try it out you have no con of like learning something new and it could turn into a job get you some money so hey breaking news uh, as of one hour ago, the official Evo account just tweeted out registration for Evo 2022 is now live at Evo.gg. Um, the tournament will take place in Las Vegas, Nevada on August 5th to the 7th. 
you can get your ass beaten street fighter 5 guilty gear multi mortal Kombat, tekken 7 king of fighters 15 i can't read this one on the right what the fuck is that oh melty blood skull girls dragon ball fighters and grand blue fantasy versus you said strives in there yeah guilty gear strives in okay those, like, those are the games. That's the lineup for this year. No Smash Bros. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, man. So expect your timeline to be butthurt people. No Smash yeah. Bros. on the timeline. Um, how you feeling about this? I know you're a big Evo fan, uh, Jay. I mean, Nintendo been going through it again with the Smash community. So uh, I, it's going to be sad. Can you blame huh. them? <laughs> Can you blame them? <laughs> Come on, bro. I, I'm uh, sorry, though. Come on, can you blame after the way the Smash community has been acting the last couple of years? Can we really blame? <laughs> Wait, what happens in this? What happened in the Smash community? I feel Do like... I have to go through the list? Do I well, really have to go through the list? Besides, there has been some controversy. There oh, had, well, no, that's not the thing. Not the go thing, ahead, JD. There have been some controversy, and like uh, in one of the finals, uh, some of some of the players ended up like they were they were just messing around. They didn't take it seriously, so people were kind of upset at that one. Uh, Ethos, what what else am I missing? I know that that. Uh, was Oh, I think oh, I God. seen it. Was it that clip where the two players were both bayonet and they were just dancing and shit? Yeah, and yeah, yes. okay, yeah, yeah. They yeah. were really like, oh, competition. You yeah. have, you have that. You have pedophiles. You have. Oh, that's all you had to say. No, yeah. no, say no more. Lock. <laughs> you're going to jail. <laughs> you're going to jail. Lock his ass up. Harassment. <laughs> you got me too. Remember that's what Evo went down for like a year. Yeah, yeah. You have all that yeah matter of fact, yeah. keep them off yeah. the stage. Oh, yeah. Fucking freaks. <laughs> and you know Nintendo's more sensitive to it because they're family friendly. So you know, oh, hell like, yeah. they heard about this, they pulled out. It's like hell, hell no. I can put our franchise in front of Evo that's after that's, all that. That's literally all you had to say. Oh, pedos, you're yeah. going to jail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Do I hear that bro. shit? I just love to remind people <laughs> that, <laughs> that, about that is about smashing Minecraft. I just love to remind people about that. All Community time. is full of degenerates. Um, yeah. What's the name? Uh, Saints Row. They made a splash online in the past week. They they did a little twenty minute press conference where they did a whole reveal on the customization system of their game. Originally, when Saints Row the new reboot was announced, it got a lot of hate because it had a kind of more of like a cartoony Fortnite style, which is in contrast with the concept of the Third Street Saints being like this gang related GTA style of game. Um, but surprisingly, I don't know if you guys took a look at this trailer. Um, the customization is really deep in this, but I was surprised, at least on this IGN trailer, it has 19,000 likes on it right now. And I was reading the comments. It's overwhelmingly positive. So it seems like the narrative on this game is starting to change because if you watch the, if you do watch this trailer, this trailer right here is five minutes and it's just five minutes of straight customization in terms of how you can make your character look, your vehicles, uh, the different clothing. And it's, it is deep deep like it looks like you could spend a lot of time in the menus just making whatever you want um which is really dope that means everybody's playthrough is going to be different because of the way in which you express yourself um i like to see when games do stuff like this it gets you gets me excited and i'm glad to see the narrative is kind of shifting on it and people are being a little bit more open-minded because when they first announced this game i personally didn't understand why people were so mad like it's like the game's always been kind of silly like it's a reboot let's wait for more gameplay before we're like super judgmental of it i wasn't blown away but i wasn't like pissed either um how you guys feeling about this this new customization announcement no it's definitely a dub it's definitely a dub for them they needed it too because a lot of people were like I, I agree with you they were acting a little batshit insane about the reveal trailer and acting like it was like the worst shit they've ever seen in their lives but I, I think this trailer kind of shows that like yeah this is actually kind of insane this level of customization and the options that you have Saints Row is always real uh, yeah that's kind of it's kind of crazy because you know Saints Row has always been known to have like cool customization stuff but just seeing them like push it even further now like 
you know, and like it looks like for the first time ever, black people are gonna ha actually be able to <laughs> look like themselves in a game. That that's gonna be fun. It actually had arguments about people who you know said that I said that about Elden Ring, like how terrible Elden Ring's character creator was, and that it wasn't far fetched. Just be like, yo, we can make something at least decent. But this is honestly like what we should expect. What, what I was gonna, expect. yeah. How do y'all gauge what's good and what's bad character creator systems? Uh, Elden Ring's is terrible. Um, try yeah. to make a black character on that. That is absolutely abysmal. It's the worst. Like in my opinion, um, a, a good character creator is like I can create something pretty close to like something of like like me. Basically, I can I create myself. That's how I weigh it a lot of times. Can I create myself? If I can't create myself or something close to me, then I don't think it's a good character creator. Because the whole point is to create my identity and avatar for myself, and I can't create myself in the game. I think you failed. I, I think um, a good creator is like yeah, I'm yourself. not even crazy. Yourself, yeah, but then also crazy. being able to create things like Marvel superheroes and stuff, like just literally kind of anything. Like when yeah, I think and of, out of the box things. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, when I think of a good character creator, I always think of the um, Soul Calibur series. There were so many cool characters that I made yep. inside of that game. Um, just let you spend time in the menus, having fun. That's how you keep people on your servers. What about you, Jay? No, nah, I was looking at this uh, this character customer. I was like, yo, they they went all in on this one. Like uh, like you all mentioned. They always had some good uh, character customization creator, but like they look like they stepped it up like two notches on this one from what we used to seeing. Like this is actually pretty insane. So uh, I mean, just from that alone, like you you could spend like hours just trying to create your character in this one. I was like, wow, like I, I totally was not expecting them to go like this deep into the customization. So uh, and, and it's still wacky too. Like they're still holding true to uh, you know what made the Saints Row franchise what it was. So uh hopefully you know people are excited about this one and you mentioned the uh you know how many likes that this video got so i think that people are actually like you know they've finally turned around it's like okay like you all didn't change it up too much you're not trying to make yourself you know too realistic even though the uh, you know the graphics have changed now that we see the customization here we see that it's you know still the same uh same change row for sure for sure so i'm pretty sure we'll see more this summer uh in that game i'm excited to see because i'm a big i've always enjoyed saints road more than gta it's out uh, in August, so that'll be fun. Yes, sir. Uh, a classic is coming back in the form of a remake. Um, Rockstar recently announced in collaboration with Remedy that they will be doing remakes of Max Payne 1 and 2. It'll be coming to the PC, PS5, and the Xbox Series X, as well as the S. Uh, Remedy will be handing the development of the game, and then Rockstar is the one that'll be financing the production. Um, they said in a press release, we're thrilled uh, when our longtime friends at Remedy approached us about remaking the original Max Payne game, said Rockstar. Uh, we're massive fans of the work that Remedy team has created over the years, and we can't wait to play their new version. So this is not a remaster, but an reimagining, a remake. Think of like um, the recent Ratchet and Clank remake that was on the PS4 or um, Spyro. Like we're now they're going to improve the visuals, but like quality of life changes. And because it's a remake, I can make the argument that there's 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 a chance to even change a little bit of the narrative there as well as like retooling anything. Because the Final Fantasy VII remake. From my understanding, they changed some of the narrative from the original game as well, and people ended up loving it. So uh, they're going to play with it a little bit. Uh, you guys big Max Payne fans? You care? I'm not saying Absolutely. they will, I'm, by the way. I'm just saying there's a chance for that for people listening. Absolutely. Day one pickup. 100% I'm behind this. Shout outs to Remedy because that that actually that's better because I I um I'd have been more concerned if it was Rockstar that was developing it, but that, to hear that it's Remedy actually doing it and after they did Control, oh yeah, I'm 100% on board with this. I'm very excited yeah uh i actually agree with what you just said about with the rockstar thing because here's a hot take um i feel like people were quick to forget that rockstar dropped one of the biggest l's of this year in that damn 
GTA yep. remaster, just pure greed and laziness. Terrible. Uh, if if Ubisoft would have did that or EA would have did that, they never would have heard the end. Of they're it. still on Battlefield's ass, and rightfully so. But like, yeah, you would have never heard the end of it because it's Rockstar. You know, just let it slide. That shit was ass. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. I'm a, I'm a big Max Payne fan too. I love it. Any game where I can slow down time and air it out. But I, 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 you know, I'm trying to do yeah. that shit. The Resident <laughs> Shooter, the Resident Evil. Uh, so I'm 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 100 excited about it. The only the only thing um, that I'm one little caveat that I have is with Remedy is. They did just come off the heels of the release of Crossfire X's campaign. That doesn't like, count. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. No, 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 no. I had to. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, I had to read. Listen, you're gonna no. hear my suffering today. No, I had no. to review that game for X Play. Game fucking sucks, bro. It's literally one of the worst games ever created, bro. That wasn't very small. You know that they had. That was a pay the bills. I don't want to. Hear it. <laughs> That's not Remedy's call, bro. I refuse to accept that was Remedy's call. <laughs> I reject that. Literally, I played. I said, "Oh my god, I can't <laughs> believe they made this." <laughs> I, re- I reject. That's the that. only one. I'm like, mm, they are coming they off did. the hills of Crossfire X. I they don't did, know. Nah, they did. Control they was some, not their last game, guys. Nah, they had some interns help them with that. They ain't no way. Nah, their team was busy working on these back spades, bro. They probably just had some little like closet skeleton crew work on those, bro. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way. Ain't no way, dog. Mm, Especially after control. Mm. Nah, ain't no way. What about you, Jay? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna be on the opposite end of the spectrum here. I'm not excited about this. Okay. The reason why? Uh, no, this is a mature <laughs> podcast. You're, he's entitled to it. We're mature. Yeah. No. Yeah, yes, man. Let me speak my <laughs> truth. Let me speak my truth. <laughs> <laughs> Wow is cool and I do love Remedy, so I, I'll give you all that. I do like Remedy and I love Control. Um, and while remaking Max Payne one and two are cool. I would rather them start working on either some continuations of these games or go to another franchise that Rockstar has. People have been screaming about Bully since forever, so where's that? Midnight Club, where's that? You all literally just remade the GTA uh, series and really not too many people like that because there were still the same glitches that were in the, in the original uh gta series in there and then you had the major l with this rocks uh this rockstar plus or gta plus program so i just want to see something else or another ip or gta 6 maybe uh so i wasn't excited about this i'm just like really what's going on why are we still remaking these games so that's really my issue i'm not saying that i'm not going to play it i'm just not excited about it compared to them you know possibly talking about another series or even remaking bully at that like i wouldn't expect them max Payne. i would have rather them remake bully uh, but i really just want them to continue bully or just work on some other franchise that you all have and don't let them be dormant and just continuously talk about freaking gta 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 all the time i accept that bully's never coming back man Man, it's, it's a shame, bro. It's I a know. Shame. I know. They're too busy milking GTA Five. They don't give a fuck about Bully, bro. Well, what about Manhunt? Like, I'm tired I, of these series. Yeah. They just don't get touched, bro. Yep, yep, yep. yep. I you know. need to bully them into releasing it. Yeah, we need to bully them. <laughs> <laughs> they're but they're not, bro. You know the biggest way to bully them. Let me get Hopkins freaking buying shark, shark, freaking shark cards and playing yeah. GTA Online. Uh, unfortunately, kids, you know the kids now that play GTA like that, they didn't play Bully back in the day, bro. They was just they just all play GTA now. That's all they do. They don't know, though. I keep they don't seeing know people talk about. Midnight Club. Like, man, what's up with your soundtrack? Like, y'all remember uh, this game? Like, yeah, right. yeah. house real big. It cost me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know, All I know is yeah. I mean, you can you can Midnight Club in GTA. Just drive around with the car. I guess. I, I guess. 
la, 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 la. let's see oh back to ubisoft um it's been rumored for a while but a now there's actual video footage online that surfaced um there's a new assassin's creed game in the works for vr uh titled oh, assassin's uh, creed nexus it leaked onto reddit um i have the link right there if you guys can check out the footage this is a quick little gif or whatever gonna um, give me a headache it's gone it's gone no it's not i'm hovering over it I, i'm looking at it yeah oh, ho I, hover your mouse over it it'll yeah, show the footage the link the this on Android? What the? F yeah, so that's what I was about to say. The, the most fascinating thing about this, I was like, did I read that correct? Android footage? <laughs> oh my goodness, bro. So I, I don't know, man. This is who the fuck asked for it? Is I don't want. I love Assassin's Creed. I don't want to play this in VR. It's not that, even showing no gameplay. I can't. Even, I don't even know what this. But game just, is. but just the fact that there's a menu of it, like there's actual footage, of like the the animus and stuff. I'm just trying to imagine myself playing Assassin's Creed in an Oculus Rift, and it just sounds like it's gonna make my head, and my stomach hurt. Headache, definitely a headache. I'm good off of this jumping from building to building. You look stupid in your house, jumping on the couch and shit, trying to get across from a building. Um, so in in the rumor, this is rumors by the way, nothing confirmed, but there is some footage. I mean, it could be Photoshop footage, we don't know. Um, it says the arsenal you'll get in the game is a sword, a hidden blade, throwing knife, smoke bombs, and crossbow combat is timing based you have to wait until your enemy lowers his guard and then strike fast mission design is linear so no open world the missions are fairly big backtracking is a thing and for movement parkour works by holding the a button and walking towards climbable things no <laughs> no this sounds in like a vr awful. space nah, that sounds like vertigo i'm good no nah, i'm good nope mm -mm. i'm not a fan of that nope yeah, I'm good off of that too. Uh, so yeah, Assassin's Creed Nexus. Uh, look out for that. I mean, there's a chance that it could come out. Uh, the small player base that actually has VR headsets. Have fun. Uh, I, I uh, well, yeah. I yeah, like where's the, your VR headset? In a closet. It's in a closet. It? Yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Case in point. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing on there that I really want to yeah. play. What I what I will say is though, I feel like more people would own VR headsets if they knew it was cheaper. I still think there's that perception that it's expensive. Yep. Uh, like when I went to Costco the other day, they had a sh just a stockpile of them. Oculuses, the, the one I have, the Oculus Quest Two, three hundred dollars wow. just sitting there. Like I don't think people know that it's gotten a lot cheaper. Yeah. You don't need, and then I don't think they advertise that you don't need a computer. That is a key component. Everything's built into the headset. They don't advertise that. No. I was just about to say because you remember when everybody were getting their you know Christmas gifts and everybody got an Oculus. Mm -hmm. all I was about to ask. Yeah. I was like, "Hell, y'all still playing it or is it in the closet?" Yeah, like, I was just exactly. about to tweet the other day. The I'm only killer app on there is VR Chat. After that, it's like, eh, you know, mm -hmm. um, they had they had a whole Meta showcase, Meta Quest showcase. Which, by the way, I didn't even that know. Was terrible. They changed it from oh. the Oculus to the Meta Quest. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck, man? It's terrible, man. Yeah, they announced Ghostbusters VR, a new Walking Dead game, some game called Bone Lab, uh, NFL Pro Era, um, what's it, Among Us VR. That's probably the highlight. Red Matter really? Two, Aspire. It's really just a bunch of shooters. Uh, they already modded a among us vr too that's crazy yeah, yeah it's in vr chat it's it's yeah. literally a world that you can just hop into oh they yeah. did oh, okay well, yeah right. that's been around for a while rune magus which is like a jrpg that looks kind of interesting C city vr resident evil 4 that's another highlight but once again it's mostly just kind of shooters that's like the go-to game to make in vr and i'm just waiting for somebody to make a definitive experience that is not a first person shooter I mean, I did see people talking about Ghostbusters though. That actually looked all right, but I'm still, I'm still on the fence. Like, I, I'm still not a fan of the VR in your household yet. I don't know when I'll actually get into it, but I think that Oculus finally, you know, over the 
over the past uh year or so since they've been you know putting it into more hands into more households like i think they're they're kind of getting the same but like i said i i just don't know how many people are still playing it like they got it as a gift they're like oh like this is cool this is cool but it was short-lived like i don't think the people are still actively playing their oculus or their meta quest every single day or like it's just like i said it's just uh gaining dust at this point so i don't know i don't know what it's really going to take for you know the majority of uh you know gamers to be like hey like i already i actually want an oculus or a meta quest now i don't know what's going to be their killer app number 38 gonna love this nfl pro era did, uh, did you see the trailer on this I just watched it. <laughs> yeah, number thirty-eight. Gonna love this, right? <laughs> Get to really be in the football game, boy. Gonna take you back to the glory days. Nah, he don't need to play this now because you know he doing it in real life. Well, acting in real life, so so you know he doesn't need to do this. He up, he up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, more games coming to that. Um, and then last but not least, um, some pre-alpha footage for Skate Four was released online purposely. It wasn't leaked. A developer actually published it uh just kind of showing them kind of the the systems that they're putting in place laying the foundation for it super super early footage but i saw a lot of flack it caught on reddit people were saying they're not buying this game it looks like it's going to be trash and like what i got out of this is it just kind of reminded me of why i've become more and more reclusive as the older i get uh just how stupid people are uh they were just showing hey we're working on it we're just trying to show you kind of the the foundation we're working with for trying to get the movement system down none of this is oh, finished shit, you can do it yeah and like to me to me it looked yeah, all right to me it looked all right but like because it didn't have their favorite skaters it wasn't a definitive city the music wasn't playing i'm like bro it's pretty you know, what footage. games look like like this is yeah. how <laughs> they, they don't know. they this don't literally what they look like yeah. and they look like and that they, for a while too <laughs> yeah they look like for a long while like you could go back and find god of war prototype footage and it looks just like this this looks good yeah see now you can appreciate this ethos and like us because we've seen you know this yeah, type of footage, footage. we've even been able to play this type of footage at, at yeah. some points like we can appreciate this but the average consumer they like it says sometimes you know showing the the world this type of footage is a bad thing it's a negative like as a developer you're like oh okay you know this is a positive people had just been wanting to to see something because i remember when they just announced k4 right like Thank people were like hi but yeah but there are all the people i want to see something i want to see something what are you doing and people like the people who make these games they care about you these games it's their passion the right that's so yeah and they cool. want it and they and they want to show you something and then they show you something and, and then you get upset you don't appreciate it because they showed it too early it's so like sometimes sometimes that and i get you know you just want to show something but maybe some people should just wait because the internet just doesn't appreciate this shit and i hate to say it, like everybody's just entitled these days and they don't want to see this stuff so like it's it's a shame it's really a shame but this looks nice poor game developers they were just trying to be transparent with their audience and say hey we're working on something this is where we're yeah. at don't take it too seriously we're just trying to you know show you every step of the way trying to communicate with their audience i feel like it's them trying to be more community driven and it backfires it goes to show you like i always say you had to be careful about when you show people what you're working on because that just because you're mentally capable of meeting people where they're at doesn't mean they can return the they favor yeah. uh, always bad. always assume things for the worst common Shout out to the state devs. i love seeing this type of shit. this is actually cool yeah this is some type of stuff that like if they wanted to release it super early on i'd say release it to like i don't know like a patreon audience, like a super private. loyal super loyal yeah. audience that really wants to not just general public though yeah 
Uh, yeah, you got to keep this up closed off, and that's why a lot of developers do keep this up closed off and only invite a certain amount of people. That's why because they don't of stuff be saying like shit. Yeah, they yeah, don't exactly. be silent for like months, and they'd be like, "Why do the dev don't communicate with us?" This is exactly why they don't. <laughs> this shit right here is exactly the reason why they don't. Why y'all? Why y'all not talking, man? Y'all yeah. ain't said nothing in three years. This game, is why. <laughs> game don't work. Game probably be fucking dead. Is exactly why. The, the, the game might not even come out for another two or three years, and there's dead ass gonna be somebody on a Reddit yeah. forum. They're gonna be like, "Hey, you picking up Skate Four? No, bro. I remember." I seen that shit three years ago, bro. That shit is ass. ass. Like, yeah. like, bro, that shit was three years ago, bro. What are you talking about? Yep. No, that's my, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, bro. I'm good. Oh, no. That's wild. It is what it is. Uh, but that's all I got. If you guys want to see that Skate 4 footage, just look it up on uh, Twitter or like Reddit. It's not hard to find. Um, that's all I got on the show notes. Y'all want to add anything else to the conversation before we wrap it up? Hey, you forgot two big things, man. I did? What was it? Yeah. You forgot about Halo Infinite update coming out May third. I had so I had it on I had it on the notes. I took it uh-huh. off because I don't care. I even thought Halo show and I took off the Halo update. I didn't see nothing that was what what was in it that was worth raving home. I didn't see not a damn thing. I was gonna slander it. <laughs> the joke wrote itself. That's exactly that's exactly why I took it off the notes. Ooh, a new map. <laughs> I just wanted to slander Halo Infinite. Oh that's my all. god. Oh my god. Oh no, but the other thing uh, You maybe you had me feeling bad like I dead ass miss it. <laughs> Because it was on the notes this morning, it's and I not took it off. Content, bro. Cause, cause here's here's what I do, right? Here's what I do: how I make the notes. Like I can't yeah. read every single article, but like when yeah, I'm working, I'm on my phone on my break, and if I catch something like a headline, I'll just copy yeah, and paste the link. And then when it's time yeah. to do the show, that's when I organize everything. And what yeah. still is like resonates with me is what I keep on the show notes. When I look back at it a second time, I was like, who gives a fuck about the season pass for? This shit is nothing, bro. Like, yeah. For, for for six months of development, we're getting only two maps. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a shame. Oh, Wait, man, so what was the second story? The what was the second story? Uh, Overwatch two beta starts uh next week. So I guess we'll talk about that on the next. Wait, how do you get access to it? Uh, you just sign up on their website. But uh, the thing I was bringing up was a bunch of YouTubers and a bunch of people who got access to the alpha made videos impressions of it and it seems like it's overwhelmingly positive nice Mm. apparently they said they fixed like a majority of the issues that overwatch one had with its like balance and its characters and shit like that Mm. they said i can feel obviously like it's similar but they said like there's enough here that they feel like it's evolved into something different instead of just a copy of maybe the radio silence was was good they went quiet Hey, speaking I, of skate, I feel like it's been a while since we've had a good squad game. They were silent for a long time, yeah. Now they've recently been coming out and they showed a Sojourn, who's like the first black woman in legal uh, in Overwatch. Overwatch been out for like how long? Five years? They not once had one black woman in the entire game, and now they finally added one. And she's actually like really cool. She's like a rail gun. Uh, she can slide around and jump high in the air and shit, like do like trick shots. It's actually pretty cool. So. I actually got my interest. I actually was like, okay, I'm a, I'm actually going, you know, go into it kind of, you know, you know, see if there's actually something here. Because first I was like, I don't really give a fuck, but now I'm like, okay, this might actually be good. Did I just hear like, an Android? No. What was that noise? What noise? Don't. Like, I already told y'all before we started recording. <laughs> don't drop the quality of the show. Silence your hand. Somebody, what I heard are you it. About? Yeah, I, I heard it. That was JG. I know it was. No, what? no, when me yeah, oh, so it was Ethos. I heard an Android. <laughs> I heard an Android. Don't drop me. We trying to get five stars on the show. I got my phone on silent. I got my phone on silent. Good shit. Good shit. <laughs> 
talking about? Even if it was my phone. I heard. And it didn't sound like a Samsung. It sounded like one of them different phones. One of them damn One Pluses or some shit. It's a Final Fantasy 14 notification ping. Right, right. It's not even an Android ping. This guy. I heard Android cupcake or some shit. Is that an Android I heard? Chance to find out your boys got some androids. <laughs> I'm ready to shame me. Get that poverty off the show. <laughs> you're killing the quality of our podcast with your Android plan. Oh my goodness. Maybe we can use some of that Zavi money to get you an iPhone. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get that. <laughs> was it AJ? Did you have anything you wanted to add? I hate y'all. Nah, I think I think that's pretty much it. Cool, cool, cool. Well. That's all we got for the show notes. So we're going to wrap this one up. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, be sure to rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. Jay, you got the floor. What's your closing statement for episode 125? Go. Appreciate everybody for listening and watching on YouTube, whatever your favorite platform is. I don't care as long as you are supporting uh, everyone. If you made it to the end, uh, go ahead and spam TBHB Melania. And uh, and make sure that he does it with no armor on, and make sure that he only <laughs> has that head. stupid Wolverine claw that he had <laughs> in the beginning, doing his little stupid assassins, uh, assassin mage, where he never even used his mage staff. So make sure he does it like that because he has such a lot of pride. So make sure that he plays and he suffers in the worst way possible to be Melania, since he wants to hate on me. I be my game, so I wait for you to beat yours. This guy just stood in the corner and slang rocks. I'm gonna see your boring ass. No, I didn't. Not in the first phase. You didn't want to say it. Not in the first when phase. I, when, I, when I fight, that shit is like a Rocky movie. Shit is lit. Uh, yeah, you go ahead and suffer. You do what you do, bro. <laughs> I'm suffering and I'm having fun. I don't care. What's I, mean, I have fun too. I have fun serving the community with the rocks. Shit is boring. <laughs> oh my God. What's Ethos, what's your closing statement for episode 125? Go. Hey, thanks everybody for watching. It's been a fun another episode. Uh, shout out to Halo, man. They still don't got no content. Yeah, they do. It's on uh, Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. That's why that, maybe that's why it took uh, so long to get the game. They was focused on the show. No, fun fact, fun fact. Apparently, I read an article uh, recently that said that the reason why Halo Infinite is the way that it is is apparently the TV show took away from it. Like, apparently, they were too obsessed with the TV show, and that's why Halo Infinite came out with not a lot of content. Fun fact. So, you can hate the TV show even more now. Damn, <laughs> nah, that's cap, bro. That's got to be cap. I hope it's cap, because that's sources? really what they did. That's uh, let me check. I think it was Games GameStop, GameSpot, not GameStop. Oh, that's reputable. I feel like yeah, that's a bad me, excuse. That's a, I feel like that's see. a bad excuse right there. It was apparently something the dev said, not not necessarily like the whole dev studio, but like higher ups that like they need to make calls about the game, and they were just so hyper focused on this TV show that apparently that's what caused a lot of like the delays and issues of, with like production. That's why I heard it could be wrong though. That's crazy. Well. It is what it is, then. Uh, my closing statement for tonight's episode 125. Just uh, hit the like button if you're watching the YouTube version. Uh, leave a comment. Uh, what was your favorite moment in the podcast? And uh, if you're listening to the audio, make sure to rate it five stars because we appreciate you. Um, other than that, we appreciate you guys listening to the Game Illuminati podcast. Be sure to follow us all on social media. My Twitter, Instagram is the Black Hokage. You got UTXJG the Don on Twitter, Instagram, and then Dev Ethos on Twitter. Um, make sure to follow us to stay in contact and you know get the latest memes. Join our Discord, Patreon.com slash GI Update. You got to be a Patreon member to get into our Discord. It's a good uh, daycare. Yeah, it's a lot of quality content in there. A lot uh, of good memes. Yeah, and uh, other than that, we'll holler at y'all in the next one. Peace.